Your new album, which is not coming out for another two months, um, Seekers mm -hmm. and Seekers and Finders. I've had a I've had a listen to it, and it's, it's another great great album. Can oh, you, thank you. Thanks a lot. Can you tell me um, in what way, if any, how you approached doing this album? I know that you did the um, production yourself, didn't you? Yes, I, I did produce it myself, and um, it started actually about two years ago. Started with a batch of songs with this working title, Gypsy Christ Superstar. They just sort of had this like a musical thread going through that. Uh, not a jolly musical, but kind of a angry, painful musical. And uh, then, of course, that whole Gypsy Christ Superstar thing rubbed off and gone away. The humor of that was forgotten. I just felt like I have to get behind the wheel on this album, really. And... Uh, let it be what it needs to be from from beginning to the end, you know? Yeah. I always loved uh, collaborating with um, producers, and we really had a tremendous blessings in our past, you know, with amazing producers all along the way, starting with, you know, first album with Jim Sklavunos from The Bad Seeds. Yeah. And going, you know, to with Albini and making a great record with him and doing stuff with Victor Van Voogt and then uh, Rick Rubin, you know, and Andrew Sheps. So all these names, uh, uh, you know, they all had an impact on all those albums. But also it was just a matter of time before I gather all the science <laughs> and uh, get behind the wheel myself. It's an it was an incredibly exhausting experience, actually. However, what I really enjoyed about it is going all the way back to that feeling of when you're just making your first recording ever. It's not even an album. It's like, you know, some drum track. And, uh, and you're like laying the guitar over it and you hear your voice over it for the first time. And you think it's magic and you think it's the most important thing in the world. And just going back to that frequency really what was all about. There's nothing more important than that, yeah. that feeling. Are you playing some of the songs on the tour at the moment? Many, yeah, almost uh, most of them. Of course, people demand uh, you know the classics, uh, so it's a mixed, mixed yeah, set. But uh, it's really, it's really enjoyable. Can you tell me a bit about um, Saboteur Blues? Well, from what I understand, it's uh, having a little bit of a pop at uh, Rene Descartes and his uh, "I think, therefore I am" famous uh, quote. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's kind of questions that whole West. European mentality of uh, that springs out out of that. I think, therefore, I am, and just the whole. I mean, kind of Western civilization kind of ran wild with that yeah. notion. It, it's quite. It's a quite quite a quite dubious notion. So just just finally, obviously, I love the fact that Gogol. I didn't I didn't know this, but um, obviously, Gogol comes from the uh, Ukrainian writer, and it was sort of based on the idea of smuggling Ukrainian culture into Russian society. And that and that's kind of what you do with with your music, isn't it? You you smuggle a little bit of the uh, Eastern European sound into Western music. In the beginning, we were obsessed with that idea for sure. Yeah, you know, we were we were we were a group of immigrants from all over. Uh, the core of the band is uh, always Eastern European. You know, it's actually expanded now. We have four Eastern European guys in the band. That idea was just was like initial driving force. You know, here we are in diaspora who were strongly brought up on our own roots but also with a one foot in 
in subculture from New York and Berlin and London and you know and birthday party and Sturzen and Neubauten and Joy Division and all of that. We were immersed in that, you know. Yeah. And here we are finding ourselves in, in New York City and uh, and start feeling this incredible uh now that our New York City glasses full, we're starting to feel this incredible nostalgia for this Eastern European way of celebration and and uh, just and just creating this kind of a soulful chaos that is like so home to us. So it was the idea, kind of was like the, to smuggle this emotional message into like this very very compartmentalized music <laughs> music industry. You know, was very big driving force. Yeah, and, uh, and as a consequence of that, we're like kicked out from everything, like off club in New York City, like within the first year. There was, there was no place. <laughs> we kind of had to, we had to start playing art galleries because like, by like 2002, like no club would book us. Yeah. Uh, everything <laughs> was just, it was too much to handle. Every, every show was like a Dadaist happening. So we kind of gave them a run for their fucking life. 